Yeah, you gotta fight for your right, man. Cause we got ourselves a party, man. Spring break is just literally a couple of days away. Even though some people are on it right now, think about it. There's two weeks of spring break. There's always one for than the, the second one. To me, there's always been the one after because the, the weather gets better. It's it's warmer. Um, I'm not the biggest warm weather slash summer person. Y'all not complain about it all the time. I don't like the 100 degree days in Texas. I never will. It's just too hot for that. But I can be more comfortable going up to the 80s, question mark, because that's a comfortable temperature. You may break a sweat or two, but you know, you're know you not overbearing. But after uh, 85 and up, I'm, I'm, I'm not fun. Okay, I stay inside. I drink. I got my ice in my glass. and I'm good. When the sun goes down, then I come out. I'm just not a fan of being out there sweating my tail off. But, 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 when you have the early spring, especially in the mornings, you know, you get that kind of crisp in the air, then it kind of settles into that warmth. It's the California weather that I grew up when I lived in California. And I, you know, it's it's perfect, I hate to say it. It is a perfect uh, temperature, but in Texas, it won't stay there that long. But the weather, people have said that it's going to have uh, freezing <laughs> Friday, like afternoon, not even Friday morning, afternoon. Okay, so you're already at work. You can't call in. The kids are already at school. You know, it's going to kind of ruin it for a bit. Then it's supposed to be overcast and wet until Saturday morning. And then come Sunday, that's when you come out there and put the tube top on, shorts on flip-flops and uh, away we go you might say because i'm pretty sure at that point we won't have any more cold weather we'll see about that other than that hey man have a happy and enjoy yourself welcome back to the show welcome back i brought in a lovely friend of mine you know Oki from muskoki kind of thing uh <laughs> she promised to talk a little more this time the last time i think she was scared of a microphone but that's just my own thoughts <laughs> but she's so damn cute she can get away with it so i don't have any problems with that uh we bring back the lovely lisa how you doing I'm doing great. You got that 1-900 voice going on over there. <laughs> you do, man. 1-900-976-SEXY. You know what I'm saying? The weather changed. Oh. Hey, well, that you're not talking in the microphone either. That's why. There you go. That's why I put it in front of you, right? <laughs> that is how it's done in radio, okay? Welcome, babe. It's always good to have you. And we got a new friend in-house today. He knows how to treat guests because he brought treats, okay? And we will be talking about that uh, a little bit later in our show because I want you guys to understand that when I promote something, most of the time, it's rare, but sometimes, most of the time, uh, it's about our products here, our you know stuff that we do in Texas. And we love our entrepreneurs, and we love our culture, we love our food, we love our drinks. It's all about Texas. So I brought this man in. He's going to talk to you later about what he's brought. I've been sampling it since he's brought it in. Your name, sir? Wes Wicker. That's got a, a flair to it. You ought to invest in having your podcast. Hi, I'm Wes Wicker. It just goes. It sounds like successful. You don't have to come up with that name. It's already yours. So, welcome to the show. How you feel? Oh, great. Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem at all, my friend. Uh, you know, the treats that you bring, you're, you're more than welcome to come in. Trust me. We <laughs> we like to uh, be spoiled around here, you might say. So, there you go. Anyhow, um, good to have you both here. And like I said, we're talking about this and that. And I explained to you earlier that I usually have a subject of the day that I bring in because people want to, you know, kind of chime in and get your opinions. I need both of y'all to chime in on this today. And I had to bring this in now. 
because we need a lot more fun in the world. You know, stuff happening in Ukraine. Uh, my guest that came on last week was from Ukraine, and she and her guests will be here next week. I just want to inform everybody that we have a campaign here at the radio station to help people as much as we can over there. And these are the representatives of the Ukrainian uh, Tarrant County uh, Alliance you might say and they will be back next week to give us updates they actually have you know phone contact internet contact direct contact with people over there so you hear a lot in the news but you can also hear from them personally as far as their family being affected friends being affected pictures and videos been coming in through them a lot of it is heart-wrenching but we know we'll we'll get through this i promise you we will they'll be victorious and we'll talk to them next week so we're going to bring in a little happy subject today and that is Lisa can probably understand this. I'm not sure about Wes because I don't know. But my subject of the day is what to do with the kids during spring break or summer break. I want you all to think about that for a second. What to do with the kids during spring break or summer break? Because the last two years, you couldn't go anywhere. You everybody stayed at home when the pandemic came. Like, don't go out. Don't don't socialize. You just stay in your little bubble, whatever it was. Not anymore. That has been broken. I keep bringing up spring break because now we can have a more traditional spring break. In other words, you guys can send the kids to the grandkids. <laughs> to the grandparents. <laughs> there are a lot of grandparents saying, no, we don't miss them. We love them, but y'all keep them. Some are like, hey, man, bring them over. I know lots of families saying, I've had my kid in my house for two freaking years. It's time to go somewhere else. How do y'all feel? They couldn't do that last time. I mean, it's all those camps they had. They couldn't, you know. They put money in the pile to some, and they got them back. You have children, Wes? I do not. So yeah, that's. Uh, and you're a married man. You don't have I children. Married, but do not have kids. How long y'all been together? Uh, we just got married last October, so still pretty, uh, pretty new. Well, I got news for you, my friend. She's also in Oklahoma. She just had her 13th child in October. So if you all want to practice, I got some friends. <laughs> 13th. 13th. Yes. And I, I think, well, I think four and under is is a good number in my opinion. Some will get that fifth one in there, but man, 13, you're in double digits. It almost sounds like a basketball game. My wife's already told me she's, she'll never drive a van or a minivan. <laughs> so. You sure? Hey, there's some really nice uh, Tahoes and stuff now that can carry just as yeah, many people. That's true. Mm-hmm. Hey, you got to pull your mic closer to you, Wes. Okay. Yeah, it'll, it'll come out and meet you. There you go. Pull. There you go. Um... The, the minivan, I hate to say it, for some people, it, it's, you know, it, it works. I mean, it's a transportation vehicle, you know. It's not the cool lowrider dropping, you know, kind of thing. Or not the big truck that we have in Texas. And with gas prices, you might want to get that van because <laughs> it could be very efficient. But it's time for the kids to go elsewhere, in my opinion, because a lot of people say they had them cooped up. They love them, but they don't like them. <laughs> and some relatives have not been seen. So, I mean, it's like... What do people do with their kids? I don't know. I don't have kids to send off to camp or whatever. So, you know, I got dogs. Okay. <laughs> you know, and my dogs are mine, you know. Love my babies real good. But what to do with them? You know, Six Flags is kind of coming back. Hurricane Harbor is trying to come back. You know, honestly, 
You said church camp. Yeah. Do you go to church? No, but my son asked to go, so... Oh, okay. I like him already. <laughs> I just asked the question. I didn't ask you... I didn't ask you... Yeah, I just asked. I just asked the question. I didn't ask you for a kidney now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some of y'all need saving. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all need to be out there on your knees right now. <laughs> church camp can be something else. Um, I went to church camp one time, like like your son. I asked to go, but I'll never do that again. I will. N well, okay, I'll never go to that church camp again. Put it that way. I couldn't do that. My mother told me I couldn't be a scout because I had a mouth on me. Can you imagine me having a mouth on? Can you, can y'all imagine that? Seriously, your favorite DJ having a smart mouth? How dare? Are you laughing at me, Wes? Oh no! <laughs> and I, I wanted to be a scout because that to me was how I saw the quintessential. American boy, you know, going on hikes, making fires, you know, the bonding, roasting bar. I mean, that's what I thought people did when they were younger. Was that an unmuted phone in my house? It is muted, but oh. her, my phone is muted, everyone except for my wife, and I forgot that. Oh, well, she's allowed. <laughs> if you can't talk to the wife, yeah, you, you know, happy wife, happy life. So that's, we'll get you a pass on that one. But church camp, though, seriously, I thought, you know, I thought it was like camp, like a camping, you know, sleeping tents with a religious overtone. But no, I went to a Southern Baptist camp, and I didn't know what I was in for. My goodness, that was the Great Awakening. And everything was Bible, and when you got up, and Bible when you got to bed. And I was like the only dark face at this church that I went to because of the town where I lived. And my my youth minister politely said, oh, you know what? We got a whole busload of your kind coming through the gates right now. A whole busload of my kind. I'll never forget that. A whole busload of my kind. And I guess I was the ambassador to go there and meet and greet, right? <laughs> we want you to be the first one to say hello. I wonder why that was. I mean, I'm new to this. I, I, I lived in Europe for the past three years. This was like a brand new experience for me. And then we had this reverend that everything that you did was wrong. Everything you said was wrong. What you wore, how you walked, uh, what you looked at TV. He'd always start his sermons out with friends. You know, I saw some girl up there with a guy, and she, he had his tongue all down her throat right there on that bench right over yonder. Friends, it's because of that stuff you watch on TV that's not good for our children. Friends, if you're not watching the 700 Club, <laughs> you're in trouble. Therefore, you got to watch what you do. I was like, oh boy, I'm not going back to this church camp anymore. So be careful to the one you send them to, okay? <laughs> but then again, he may come back saving souls. You never know. So it's actually commercial time. Gotta send you guys to a commercial. Gonna come back and talk to our guest and talk a little bit about our subject. And we got a treat for you today. If you guys like spicy jalapeno, especially in a jelly form, dropping a hint here. Uh, Wes has got something for you that's gonna be hitting the market to you very soon. So when you hold on to your hats or sell a house, look no further than Wendy Mayer, licensed real estate agent and realtor with the Texas Best Properties, located in Keller. Texas. 
Wendy is the premier choice for all of your real estate needs and is dedicated to providing the highest level of personalized service every step of the way. That is Wendy with the Y and the last name is spelled M-A-I-E-R. Wendy can be found at Wendy Speaks Real Estate on Facebook and Instagram. The website is TexasBestProperties.com. You can also reach her by phone at 817-337-7089. Here's today's STEM tip. Make your selfies look even better with science. Take your pics at golden hour right before the sun sets. The wavelengths made by the atmosphere create a perfect golden light for that beautiful face of yours. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Roth Robertson is the owner of Equity Source Insurance, which has been offering insurance nationally for over 18 years. And Fishball listeners, that's called experience. Roth offers all of the companies to shop and find for its clients their best deal for health, life, dental, vision, disability, Medicare, and much more, and offers the best prices guaranteed. He has even set up a free website to book appointments for Fishball listeners. www.insfbrn.com and get on his calendar today. The appointment has no obligation at all, but he is able to help 93% of all of the clients he talks to.
Suhani. bit of Solange right there as I decide that is Beyonce Knowles little sister Solange and uh, hey they got a talented family right so you know it's her debut uh, hit right there and she's doing really well of course in her career welcome back welcome back people I got Lisa and I got Wes in my studio today we're having a good discussion about spring break because it's here and on top of that what to do with the kids because you know the kids get restless you know I've been substitute teaching lately to uh, you know just to do it you know just get some extra cash coming in there because uh, the winter wasn't the best. We're all coming out of the COVID shell, and things are getting better for a lot of people. But I had the opportunity, and I took it. But I just, I just know from the brief time that I've been DJ, not DJing, I've been uh, substitute teaching. That kids need that outlet. Just from being a substitute, I see that kids need that pop, especially elementary school children, and they can be brutally honest too. So for some, it's preschool and summit elementary school that's not too far from here i want to say a shout out to you because you got some good kids except for your kindergartners why are you looking at me like that i'm listening to you talk let's see what you got to say well, they're kindergartners, so they don't really know what they're saying, but I know for a fact that they just kind of say what's on their mind. They told me three things. They said, number one, you're the cool substitute teacher. We like you. Okay, I thought that was cool. And they said, you know, you also dress kind of funny because I, I was wearing a tie. You know, most teachers don't wear those, but I was wearing it because I was working. And then I found out that apparently I have a big nose. It got eerily silent when I said that. I thought y'all was going to back me on this. But that's okay. <laughs> Thanks, Lisa. <laughs> Thanks, Wes. <laughs> I'm thinking to this kid, you know, if I take my fist and hit you and yours, you'll be as big as mine, but then I have a lawsuit. I wouldn't hit a five-year-old anyway. I just like stop thinking, you little sucker. <laughs> you call me, you know. But they got a lot of energy, which I wish that I had myself, so there you go. Anyway, so you're going to send your kids to church camp. How about the grandparents? Like, aren't they interested in seeing your lovely children? Yeah, they see them all the time. <laughs> no, like they, they, they don't need they they're not ready for that. Huh. They've been locked up themselves. They're ready to go out and explore the world themselves. Yeah, I, I can see that. You know, and they get a lot away with a lot more with the grandparents than I think the parents. Uh, my grandparents were really good to me. I I was the youngest, so I got whatever I wanted. Yep, I was the youngest. Oh, you know what it's like then, don't you? Are you the youngest in your, your brood, West? Are you the middle child? or? I'm the youngest. Oh, yes. Another reason why I brought y'all in, man. I think it's cool being the youngest. I do. I agree. I don't care if I had 40 siblings. As long as I'm the youngest, I'm, I'm cool. I love being the youngest. I really do. I'm glad I'm not the oldest. <laughs> what? Hmm? Hello? I'm trying to get everybody's input today. 
Oh, well, there's nothing like it. I, I think, you know, it should be a, a holiday, National Youngest Day kind of thing, so. I agree. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll come up with something like that, I'm pretty sure, man. Heck yeah, so. Well, I'll tell you what, um, for all those who will be celebrating, and, and most people will be, if they're not on spring break now, they'll be on spring break soon. First of all, do it safely. You know, COVID's still out there. We still take our restrictions, you know, we can. But at the same time, the numbers are coming down and people are returning to a more normal life. That's cool. Secondly, have a party. Seriously, have a party. Have some, you know, food and stuff out there. Do what you do. Uh, Break the norm because we so deserve it. The world is still kind of upside down, but, you know, we still have reasons to celebrate because we're here. And speaking of celebrations, uh, someone brought us a treat today. Um, an entrepreneur, I uh, said earlier, and I have been snacking on it since he brought it. So as my guest, who also says it's pretty damn good, correct? Yes, it's very delicious. And it's 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 a jalapeno jelly, from what I understand. Yes, you can put a jalapeno in a jelly, people. We're in Texas. A jalapeno does not stand a chance. It goes on everything. <laughs> I never had a jalapeno since, until I came to Texas. In fact, I never knew it, they existed. Only pepper I knew was bell pepper or green pepper. But now we got this in a jelly, and uh, this young man here has brought it to us. And, um, you know, you're doing really, really good with this. So tell people what it is and what you do. And um, a little bit of the ingredients, because you're not giving us everything that's in there. I know you're keeping a recipe secret, but that's cool. Still, there's got to be, you know, your Texas product, it's available in a lot more places now. And you came up with it, you know, at home. So, what it, what is it? What do you call it? And how'd you come up with this particular recipe? My wife and I make uh, Wicker's Mesquite Smoked Jalapeno Jelly. <clears throat> this is uh, something that I, uh, I mean, obviously, there's other jalapeno jellies out there. Uh, I, I put my own twist on it. Mm-hmm. I started making this when I was in college about ten years ago. Uh, after having Tabasco brand jalapeno jelly. Um, and I've always been interested, interested in uh, canning and things like that, so I, I thought I'd try my hand at it. And uh, so my twist that I had was that I smoked jalapenos with mesquite before uh, before making the jelly. And uh, okay. the, the smoke flavor really comes through. Uh, you know, as, as you noticed, you know, and it's also really complemented well with uh, cream cheese. Uh, cream yeah. Cream really complement the flavor really well but um, okay let me stop you right there for a second okay. uh, people if you think for one you know second that jelly and uh, the cream cheese doesn't go together it's a it's a dynamic blend man i've had them at you know the parties before and by looking at it, people are like hey it's not gonna you know taste what it, it's it really does it goes together with a lot of other preserves and stuff like that but with the jalapeno in there you know you smoke some of those right I mean, you got that smoke flavor in us. You actually physically smoked them like you would smoke meat, right? Absolutely. I've got a 500-gallon offset smoker that I smoke all the jalapenos on. Uh, Hmm. So you're interested in the ingredients. Uh, So we make it with pure cane sugar, uh, smoked jalapenos, and then there's some apple cider vinegar in there to add a little bit of tartness to it, and it's also a natural preservative. Okay. Um, So, I mean, that's essentially it. You know, it's just there's... There's a specific process and how we make it, and you know, yeah, and then portions uh, that you know make up our recipe. So, hmm. uh, but it's uh, you know, like I brought in today, you know, it's good for cream cheese and crackers. It's also good meat glaze on chicken breast, pork chops, ribs, 
uh, shrimp, things like that. My wife's favorite way to, to eat it is uh, mixed in with scrambled eggs. It's also I, uh, good in uh, Chinese stir fry. I, I never thought about that. I'm going to stop right there because that's um, in eggs. First of all, not many things can't go in eggs. <laughs> Just incredible edible egg right there. And I have, have I've had hot sauce before on my eggs. I've had Tabasco on my eggs before. This would be a really good, you know, I hate to say breakfast because I can eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I like breakfast at any times. But that would go good with that. Um, and on the meat you talked about, all the people who are uh, cooks and they do the restaurant stuff, like they come here and talk about their stuff, this would be the good compliment, I think, for the smoked chicken that comes off of those barbecue pits. Oh, absolutely. Seriously. I just thought about that. That would be a good glaze, like you said. I think it would adhere well than the um, more liquid form of a glaze. Yeah. You know, like the last 10 minutes before you... You know, pull it off the grill. Don't put it on there first because it'll, it'll burn. Yeah. Have you tried it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I put it on uh, chicken breast, pork chops, ribs, things like that. Yeah, and, yeah. Putting it on in the last ten or fifteen minutes is you know good that way. It can kind of caramelize on there. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'll tell you what, uh, go take another break. We're going to come back into the heart of this. Then I'll tell you where you can you know, buy it, where you can find it, uh, stuff like that. Elisa from way up, I can't say way up, but <laughs> Elisa from not from Texas. Uh, I hate to say it, the Oklahoma spice is not like our Texas spice. It's, it's not. Do you guys even do spicy up there? I do, but my favorite food is Mexican, so I like a lot of spice. Hmm. But it's different. They're it's way different. Hmm. Not a different kind of hit. Yeah. The, how it hits. The Texas hit. We hit hard down here. And that one's hitting all the, the first, second, and third base home run kind of thing. So we're going to get more in depth with that one. And I just want people to understand that outside of our region, like New York or up north, whatever it is, you know, you talk about peppers, you got little small red peppers or whatever, you know, and they're okay. But there's something about a jalapeno pepper. It's got to be the right pepper, too. Some of those you can eat by yourself and be set on fire. And some of those will just give an accent. But the ones you're picking, my friend, it's perfect for the blend that you got. It's got the right balance on there, so we'll talk more about that here. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, I got some oldies but goodies coming up here also. I got some good commercials. Try Better CBD is coming up right now. We heard from Wendy Mayer. We'll hear from her again. She's an entrepreneur. It's been on my show a couple of times. And uh, we got some good old music. Just, you know, got some good tunes happening. So you sit back, sit tight. We'll be right back for that attack. When you're looking to buy or sell a house, look no further than Wendy Mayer. Licensed real estate agent and realtor with the Texas Best Properties. Located in Keller, Texas. Wendy is the premier choice for all of your real estate needs and is dedicated to providing the highest level of personalized service every step of the way. That is Wendy with the Y and the last name is spelled M-A-I-E-R. Wendy can be found at Wendy Speaks Real Estate on Facebook and Instagram. The website is TexasBestProperties.com. You can also reach her by phone at 817-337-7089. Try CBD and it didn't work, leaving you with all the same discomfort you started with. Well, we're here to brighten your days. You see, not all CBD is created equal. We are a trusted brand using organic methods and a product that contains no fillers, is non-GMO, and has documentation to back it up. With a 60-day empty bottle money-back guarantee, you can try better CBD with peace of mind. Go to trybettercbd.com to learn more. Brighten your days with better CBD. Again, that's trybettercbd.com. 
Bowl Radio Network. MBRN.US. Jump in. Turn around. 
this way man i'm telling you man a little aerosmith going on man i like that jam you know it's pretty pretty good you know still sounds good all this time <laughs> all right we are back man we are making friends among friends in the station right now um 
first of all, I can't keep Lisa out of the dip over there because she just keeps going back for it like it's a meal. And she's not sharing, are you, sweetheart? Somewhat. Uh, you know what? <laughs> we have cameras in here, so, you know, no lies told, okay? Busted. Yeah. But you're pretty at it, so we'll leave that alone. But Wes over here, uh, he's making friends with our staff. He's letting people try this jalapeno stuff. My father who's listening right now. He loves hot stuff. He and I and the family are the ones that go for the hot food. My mother and my brother, you know, they were opposite end of the spectrum. But my dad and I, trust me, this stuff here you're making a home run with. So you got this uh, lovely, lovely, lovely jelly. Oh, Say yeah. the name again. Wicker's Mesquite Smoked Jalapeno Jelly. And we are big on mesquite in this town. That's like the go-to wood for everything, I think, isn't it? Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's really common in Texas throughout <laughs> the state. I, all this time I thought like, hickory was it because you see that hickory smoked and whatever. But I said mesquite. I just didn't know what that was. Again, I'm not from Texas. I understood that it's native in this part, but it does damn good for cooking. Do you happen to have a mesquite tree? Because my father's got one in his yard. See, so we, we're kind of cool to, to be blessed to have that where we're cooking. You know, but do you actually only have to go buy it yourself? Oh, I go buy my wood. Yeah. There's a lot of mesquite trees, bro. You get yourself a saw and, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Just tell them. It's for cooking purposes only. I'll give you a jar of this if I can cut down that tree. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. You're not doing my favor there, so. And you come up with this in the kitchen. So when you were actually experimenting with it, well, let's back up, back up, back up. <laughs> the story you told me in the lobby, you and your now lovely wife, she was a girlfriend then, uh, wanted some of the stuff that people talked about, correct? Yes, so I made this, you know, I started making it 10 years ago, and uh, <clears throat> on, our, on our very first date, I was, telling, uh, I was telling her, you know, that um, when, you know, back in college, I used to make this jelly, blah, 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 and sold 600 jars and all that, and she said, well, cool, you should make some for me sometime, and mm -hmm. it, was, it was our first date. I mean, yeah. she didn't even know if we'd actually end up dating, <laughs> and, uh, but we did, and uh, I'd, I'd take her up to Lubbock, you know, my hometown. Got a lot of friends up there, and, she, and I'd introduce her to people. And then she uh, she ended up hearing about the jelly because people have been hounding me for years to start making it again. Yeah. So about eight months into our relationship, she went to the store and bought some jalapenos, some sugar, and some mason jars, and not even knowing everything that I needed, you know, but went and, went and bought some stuff and demanded that I make her some because she kept hearing <laughs> about it from people. And uh, so I made wow. her some, and she loved it, and I uh, put a picture on Facebook, and that, that picture, or that post blew up, you know, it was 500-plus reactions and several hundred uh, comments, and people asking, you know, hey, does this mean you're selling it again, and all that, and uh, yeah. so I talked to her about it, I said, hey, what would you think about uh, helping me with this, you know, I... I think we could, you know, do well selling it, and she was on board. And mm -hmm. so, uh, over the last two years, we've we've sold over fifteen thousand jars. We uh, we have it in fifty three stores throughout Texas. Uh, we sell online, mm. ship to twenty three states in the U.S., and also uh, shipped out of the country. We've shipped to Canada, Virgin Islands, Australia, and Ecuador. You, so you it's, got, it's been all all over the world. You guys hear that? He's talking out of the country, yo. I mean, just you know, out there, man. Just not just in the state. You can make a good living by having things sold in our state. We got a big enough state, oh, for sure. But you go out outside of the box. You got to tell us. I mean, that's just that gives motivation for people who want to uh, do the food, you know, 
industry uh, type stuff you do, you know, portable, I guess is what I'm trying to say, yeah. in the small jars, in the big bottles, you know, bottle them up and get them out there. I actually have a barbecue sauce that I made prior to COVID that people were asking me for, but I uh, didn't really, I sold some of the family and friends, put it that way. But I still got the recipe. I can make it and probably come up to uh, what you're doing here. It might motivate me to do that, too, yeah. you know. But I like barbecue sauce, and I like this jelly, so it's really, really good. Man, I'm just fascinated by it. I really am. So tell us your website. So our website is wickerstx.com. So it's my last name, W-I-C-K-E-R, mm-hmm. and then S, and then T-X is in Texas, dot com. There you go. Will you come up with another flavor, or is this the one you're going to stick with all the time? So we are currently making a mild and a spicy version, uh, and to be honest with you, we can hardly keep up with just the two we have, but nice. we do plan on doing additional flavors. There's there's lots of, uh, you know, lots of fruits that are native to Texas. Okay. Uh, you know, like, so what I plan on doing eventually is, you know, doing a uh, strawberry, you know, yeah. with mesquite smoked jalapenos mixed together and then possibly a Parker County peach um, maybe a, a some wild plum prickly pear cactus things like that do uh, different good. mixes and what I'm kind of thinking about doing is just doing them as, as seasonal batches you yeah. know kind of like Shiner Beer does um, hmm. So I think that would be pretty cool, you know, and offer them during different types of the, you know, different times of the year. Yeah. Another one that would be good would be a, a cranberry mixed with smoked jalapenos, you know, and oh, bomb. yeah, you know, around uh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving sure. and Christmas, you know, put it on uh, turkey and ham and things like that. Your holiday foods. Yeah, it's good by itself or on the meats he's talking about. Yeah. Uh, my friend Lisa. You guys have uh, festivals like that up there, like we have the Peach Festival here, Parker County thing. Yeah, they have a watermelon festival. Hmm. Uh, they have a whole bunch of different festivals. Well, the, the watermelon is one of the biggest ones. The peach festival in our town is like, I don't know, it's like Mardi Gras. I hate to say it. People come from all over, and it's in Weatherford, which is west of Fort Worth. Um, I got my first radio job in Weatherford, actually. Uh, KXQX 89.1 FM back in 2000, whenever. <laughs> but the thing is, um, we will take that peach and, and do the cobblers. We'll do stuff like this. We'll do a glaze. We'll do wines. The peach doesn't stand a chance in North Texas. Let me tell you all that who are listening from elsewhere. A peach does not survive. And if you're going to take that and do what you've done with this jelly... And stuff like that. I can't wait to try that because yeah. I can I can see that I can visually taste it. Yeah, I think so. it'd be a great combination. And the, the uh, produce and the ingredients are dirt cheap because it's farmers market, you know. So it's not like you're getting it, you know, store whatever. You're getting it out of the ground. You get it from the local farmers. You're helping the local economy, yeah. and that's pretty damn good. So man, you got a good idea? God, you need a business partner. <laughs> I've actually got several uh, several people that have. Uh, hmm. Expressed interest in investing, but I'm, you know, I would like to retain 100% equity as long as possible. Oh, come on now, share the wealth, <laughs> man. How dare? Well, okay, you, you know, I'm going to tell you this straight up. For business to succeed, you definitely need some advertising. We have advertising spots here. You've heard the commercials I've been playing. Right. Yeah. So we have to work, work out the logistics on that. But I'm here to tell you, this stuff needs to go really, really viral, really, really global. You guys are on the right track with this. So, hey, uh, I figured I'd mention this uh, while you're talking about viral. Uh, so last week we uh, 
we we bottled our first uh, first batch of our uh, liquid glaze. It's essentially the same thing as our jelly. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't have the, the ingredient in it that makes it gel up. So it's it's liquid, so you can pour it out of the bottle. So the we had the first batch made last Wednesday, which was Texas Independence Day. Okay. Uh, we were very intentional, you know, doing it on that day. Uh, so anyway, I announced that, you know, we were making the glaze. And on the very same day, we actually had a – we were mentioned in a video by John Taffer, the guy from Bar Rescue. Yes. Uh, so he posted a video on his TikTok, and so far it's had like 2.2 million views. Okay. I mean, I would consider that viral, but it's our website has been blowing up. Yes. Uh, since since that video, it's been insane. That man actually came down and did a bar rescue for the um, not the Thirsty Armadillo, but there was a um, club in the stockyards. The yeah. owner who owns the Thirsty and owns uh, PR is a good friend of mine, Fred Barnett. And they did his last club actually. They brought that on bar rescue. They had a big old you know bar rescue party. So that guy, he's he's a good guy. He he'll come and do what he does. And for some reason, he's been staying more in Texas. I mean, it's cool with me that he's doing that. Yeah. But like in person, he'll come and look at it physically and do what he does, you know. But they had a big old bar rescue party. It brought back a lot of people to come back to the stockyards. And if he says it's good, it's good. He's very selective. Yeah, absolutely. He's not just some guy just at random. This man is very selective of, of his program. So for him to give you a nod like that, yeah, that's, that's a sensation of going viral right there. And I am the owner of National Barbecue Day and National Brisket Day. So uh, some of the barbecue functions that we're having this year and maybe one competition I would like for you to come out there if you want to make a contribution or let people know what's going on we can all collaborate together I'm down yeah that'd be cool yes we gotta show Lisa what real barbecue is I love barbecue I thought you said you just like uh, hits, uh, Mexican food. That's my favorite, but I love barbecue. Yeah, and there's nothing like Texas barbecue for sure. Thank you. <laughs> That's why I put the, the contest in our state. Everybody claims they got the best barbecue. And I said, no, we kind of got it here in Texas, you know. Absolutely. I'm biased. <laughs> and I've eaten barbecue from coast to coast. And I'm not saying their barbecue isn't good. I just said Texas is better. And there's certain places I'll go. Memphis, I'll go there for the pork. Uh, the Carolinas for their uh, mustard sauce and some of their sandwiches because you, you can only find them there and they do them right there. But when you come to Texas, man, you just opened up and kicked over an anthill. Well, the barbecue in Texas is so good, you don't have to drown it in barbecue sauce. That depends on like, who you ask. Like other states. Because I'm, I'm a condiment person. But, right. you know, I've had barbecue where it didn't need sauce. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm that's pretty what good I'm with that. Stand alone by itself, it's phenomenal. It doesn't need it. See, you got me hungry again. <laughs> you see what he did to me? See, I like well, that, here, though. have some more jelly and cream cheese. <laughs> what do you say, Liz? I said, I like that you can taste it without adding the condiments because having an allergy to one of the biggest... Yeah, food allergies. Allergy, yeah, tomatoes. Oh, that's so true. That just like kills oh. a lot of things. Okay, well then let me. Um, okay, <laughs> uh, my good friend I went to college with, she's got the same issue. So mustard barbecue sauce actually does pretty good too. And before you give me that face, <laughs> honey mustard is really good on a lot of uh, meats. I promise you. So uh, Goldie's Barbecue right down the road in Kennedale. Been there. Has phenomenal barbecue, but you don't that you don't need the sauce. But if you do like sauce, there's this phenomenal, and it's a it's a mustard based sauce with honey in it. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. I was there a month and a half ago, and I had one of their 
sandwiches you got to hold with two hands. Oh, this yeah. brisket sandwich I posted on my Facebook, and people's like, "Man, where in the hell did you get that?" And the guy who made it, he's got smaller hands than mine. But let me tell you, he had both hands loaded, and he just literally plopped it on that bun. I said, "See, that's a sandwich. It's ten bucks to get that sandwich. I got it on a Sunday, and it took me a good while to get that thing down. And I think I took a nap afterwards." <laughs> Goldie's barbecue is really good, people. Oh yeah, they're We're, phenomenal. So I'm like, feel lucky to live in Fort Worth because there's so many good places here, you know. And several yeah. of them made the Texas Monthly Top 50, so it's it's pretty cool. I did go off that list too. People who don't know Texas Monthly, they come out with things like you said monthly. You get a mention in there, it's like getting an Academy Award. And they came out with the 50 uh, top barbecue place. Oh, they were number one, right? Yeah, Goldie's was number one. See, I was talking to them the other day. I asked them what's the furthest distance anybody's traveled from to eat their barbecue, and they said they've had a lot of people come over from the UK. Yeah. It's incredible the power that that list has. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Because uh, you can only find it here. And we know what to do with it. And when they say it's okay, then again, you know, you should investigate that. For one, they're local. Try your local restaurants. Try your local entrepreneurs. Try your local shops. They're here for a reason. They're in your community and make up your community. But Goldie's, uh, that Sunday, they ran out of everything when I got there other than the sandwiches and the cheese grits. And I had both. And that was a meal. I didn't eat anything for the rest of the evening. I snacked, but I didn't like have a craving for a meal. So they did pretty, pretty damn good. We're going to take a break. We're at the top of the hour. We're going to come back and talk to these people for a little bit more. Uh, once again, people, we're telling you straight up, try your local whatever it is. They're in your communities. They need your help. We're still coming out of the pandemic. These people will have your back when the chips are down. They have fed people during the pandemic. They're sending food over to Ukraine. They are feeding the homeless. So we got to give back to them by giving them our dollars. And food is cheaper than gas these days. So I tell people, just invest in your community. They will love you for it. Our city will grow. We all, we all can benefit from helping out the local vendors and those people who are making Texas a great state. We'll be right back for the attack. everybody? This is DJ Rick of Alley Rally. And every now and again, I need the help of my Fishbowl Radio Network family and friends. April 22nd, we are going to attempt and hopefully break a Guinness World Record, the most individual pair of sunglasses. And we need everybody to contribute either an old pair, a brand new pair. The only stipulation is it has to be a different pair. So, donate a pair at our boxes here in our store. Studios. April 22nd, we hope to collect 2,300 individual pair of sunglasses. Family and friends, let's get together for Fishbowl Radio Network to have a Guinness Book World Record. Here's today's STEM tip. Make your selfies look even better with science. Take your pics at golden hour right before the sun sets. The wavelengths made by the atmosphere create a perfect golden light for that beautiful face of yours. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Atención, Kiko está contractando. ¿Has oído bien? Kiko está contractando. Kiko te está buscando para ocupar los siguientes puestos. Costurera, operadora de máquinas, conductores de carretillas elevadoras, cargadoras, empacadoras y embolsadoras. Hay dos turnos disponibles de la mañana o noche con más horas disponible. Kiko ofrece excelentes beneficios médicos solo 30 días después de la contracción y el partido de la 401k. 
Visítenos en kikohome.com y envíe su resumen a cariano lkiko.com. También puede presentar su solicitud en persona en 5450 West Keys Boulevard en Dallas. Todas las entrevistas se realizan en persona. No te pierdes esta gran oportunidad de trabajo hoy mismo en Kiko. We are so excited to announce that Anthony Jones Productions has a new TV series coming out called Blocked. Blocked is a suspenseful drama surrounding a young lady named April who is at war with herself and with a cold heart she shatters anyone who tries to mend any brokenness from her past. Life itself has dragged her to hell and back and she's going to make sure that God himself feels her wrath. Blocked is a nail biter as it confronts many societal issues like church culture, molestation, hypocrisy, judgmental friends, and the inner turmoil of finding your own identity. Matter of fact, we have Antrees Jones, who is the director, the producer, and the writer of this brand new series in the studio with us today. Hey, everybody, it's me, Antrees Jones. Connect with us. Follow us on all social media platforms, Facebook, IG, LinkedIn, and Twitter. I look forward to connecting with you. Stay tuned for my new TV series, Blocks, coming soon to streaming services. Yes! The Nashville Sound meets the soul of Memphis. The CMA New Artist of the Year shares a drink with his superstar buddy from the home of the blues. Get your feet, Nashville. First, Chris Stapleton, and it's Justin Timberlake.
and we're fine Just to get close to you Could we burn someday And I'll run for miles Just to get a Must be love on the brain, you guys. Oh, we love everybody out there. Love you kind of, you know, hanging out with us and everything. Love that you are supporting Fishbowl Radio, supporting my show. Uh, Twelve years I've been on the mic, and, of course, in October last year, I got show of the year. So I still have a few more months till this October, but I'm going to, hey, man, show of the year. It's pretty good. It's a good feeling to have, so I'm really happy about that. We got the, the world record thing still going on, for those that did not know. We are trying to break the world record for having the most sunglasses in one collection and we're collecting different sunglasses between now and April 22nd so if you got a pair of sunglasses you don't want or you want to buy a few pair it doesn't matter as long as they're individual and different we want those and we're going to try to set the record on April 22nd if you don't set the record then we're going to keep collecting until we do so that's just what we are jump starting there's a commercial about it you probably heard it here um, on my show and um, it's been played in every single uh, studio that we have because we want people to, you know, have some fun, break a world record, and Fishbowl Radio is going to do it. So, uh, speaking of records and everything, this calendar, my lovely calendar called Brownie Locks, Quest was asking me about this, brownielocks.com is where you can find all the holidays in the world that exist, okay? And you think, well, other than Christmas and whatnot, you know, those are, yeah, holidays. But these are holidays that people come up with you can actually own, holidays you can do things with. In fact, the more bizarre you might say, the better. But they exist, and they're fun to do, and we need to bring more fun into the world. So, brownielocks.com is where the holidays are. And we're going to talk about the ones that are in here in March. Uh, the C. And this month, the month of March. This is National Poison Prevention uh, Month. It's National Kidney Month. National Eye Donor Month. National Frozen Food Month. National Peanut Month. National Spiritual Wellness Month. National Social Workers Month. Uh, for weekly celebrations here, this is the week of National Words Matter Week. This is National Procrastination Week. Really? <laughs> Take your time with that one. National Dental Assistance Recognition Week. Hey, I had an abscess tooth removed in October last year. Yeah, the dental assistant was good to calm me down. And they pulled that thing out of my head and blood went on my face and I about freaked out. I never had a tooth pulled or filled or a cavity in my life. And I finally got one. So it, it wasn't fun. So I appreciate the work that they do. Uh, Nurse Practitioner Week is this week. And also School National School Breakfast Week is also this week. So our daily observances, today is the 9th. So yesterday, being the 8th, it was... Uh, International Woman's Day. That went crazy. Everybody did a lot with that one. Uh, girls Write Now Day, which means girls who write, you know, and make stories. Day for Women's Rights and International Peace was also yesterday. And 
Bikini Bottom Free Day was yesterday. And Lisa looking at me like I'm crazy. Bikini Bottom Free Day. It has to do with crabs. Okay? Yes. The actual crab. I'll read it to you later. Okay? So get that look off your face. I like Bikini Bottoms Day Free. That's kind of cool. I like that. Today is Barbie Day, Joe Franklin Day, Urban Educator Day, uh, Sterile Packaging Day, and Organize Your Home Office Day. I, I desperately need to do that. So, All these holidays are found on brownielocks.com. Come check it out. So, If you want a holiday, that's where you go get them. So, Wes, you got a few words for us. I know you're busy, man. you got things to do. Appreciate you coming by, number one. Appreciate the gift you brought us, number two. Uh, coming back on to the station, number three. We're going to ask you to come back and give us an update of what's going on and everything else. Anything you want to tell our listeners at this time? Yeah, thanks again for having me. I I uh, did want to mention that uh, our jelly is available in 53 stores throughout Texas. They are listed on our website, wickerstx.com. Okay. Uh, and then, um, as I mentioned, we also sell online on our website, wickerstx.com. Also find us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all that. We're yeah. We're on there. That That's something else, man. It really is. Uh, much, much success to you. It seems like everything is taking off. I wish my barbecue sauce would take off <laughs> like this. But I know for a fact that... If it comes out of our state, we're proud of it. Um, we, I think, have some of the best tasting foods in the world. But it gives people inspiration to do what they want to do also when it comes to being your own boss, uh, making food products. We all have to eat. So, you know, food products will always be there to whatever degree. There's enough room in the world to have something like this. You know, it's competition out there. Yeah, but you're one of a kind. You got a flavor, you got a recipe, you got a style. You've heard independent people here saying things other than me just saying, hey, I love it because I really do. But I can see this being at the top of the mountain really fast. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. And, you know, we are, too. Fun, it's been a fun fun ride, and, you know, there's, you know. Your tidal wave. Tell them what's going to happen next. Your tidal wave is just starting. I mean, you're getting that, that curl. You're going to take that tunnel, man. I'm telling you. Ride this wave. Thanks, man. Ride this wave. We are extremely proud of you, man, my friend. We really are. Going to play a song. Going to come back and uh, talk more with my guest over there. Uh, other guest who's really quiet and on her phone right now when she's supposed to be paying attention. But you can get away with it, sweetheart. I'll let you have that, okay? <laughs> Thanks again, my friend, Wes. We'll yeah, talk to you sometime you. soon, okay? For sure. I'll definitely come back. All right.
right there we are back ladies and gentlemen yes we are had to kind of come in from that song there let me tell you what happened during the break because I'm, I'm playing music and I'm having a good time but see when we get some good food in the, in the station believe me <laughs> we know what to do with it okay uh, I've said this over the years I'm gonna keep saying it over the years and that is the way to our stomachs you know gets us really going to our hearts and we don't have access to a bunch of restaurants around our station. The last place we were at, we had a couple of more, but even the first one, we didn't have a lot of restaurants. We were in business districts and stuff. This one, we're closer to the restaurants, but it's still kind of crazy to get to them because you gotta, you know, take certain roads to get out. We got a bunch of one-way streets here, so it's not that much of a problem, but the thing is you just can't go and, and come back in a normal amount of time, so we bring our food or in most cases we share our food. So we talked about this lovely cream cheese and uh, jalapeno jelly, which is off the chain. It, it's, it's, it's really good, people. It's delicious. But somebody brought us some KFC and when that happened, we're like, whoa, we're like sharks, man. We don't turn into fish. We turn into piranha around here. I've seen these people eat. 
if you don't get to it, you, you're not going to get to it. That's all there is to it. You're not going to get to it. <laughs> if you leave it overnight, you're lucky if it's here tomorrow. If you got a shift to work tomorrow, you better pray that it is. Now, every Monday, we clear out the refrigerator. That is something that we talk about. Every single Monday, we clear it out. And if it's not there, you just cry about it. <laughs> cry about it. So I was telling Lisa, I said, hey, it's time to eat. It's lunchtime. Yes. And uh, it was pretty good. You think it's all right, boo? It was delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always good when it's free. Okay. <laughs> and we, we do that. If I bring anything here other than something that I keep with me or in a box with me or in a bag with me if I don't have it on my person I know it's up for grabs I know that but when I put it in the break room and I lay it down I don't expect it to be there so we have that little code that we have here and man that snack was delicious just enough to satisfy so yeah <laughs> now we're back we just had a little snack time that's all it was <laughs> it was good too now let me give you guys a few updates. I was telling my good friend over there that there's some things that I need help with. And I always ask my good friends and other people to say, if you got some time, come over and, and check it out. After I leave the show today, I'm going to be talking with a poker club. Because in Texas, you can have poker clubs, play the game of poker, and you can actually win money. And it's not considered gambling. Number one, they're private clubs. Which means you don't play for the table, but you do put in a cash amount of whatever they ask you to put in. And at the end of the night, whoever wins the most chips, they get that prize. So if everybody put in 500 bucks, say, you know, you got 10 people playing, and you got this money going there, and whoever has the most at the end of the night, they get this pot. Because the house doesn't pay you, the club members do. That's how you get out of it in Texas. National Poker Day is April 19th next month that's one of my holidays and knock on wood we're going to have the very first official national poker day celebration uh, not too far from here you there yes <laughs> you play poker i have are you good at it some days <laughs> Well, if it's the day you're not working, I'd like for you to be there and uh, just kind of help out if you could. Alrighty. It's going to be in the evening because most people will be working. It's a weekday, so we don't have much planned for that day. I wanted to have it at a casino in Oklahoma since that's the closest thing we got in Texas other than Shreveport. That's three hours away from here. But the other casinos are an hour away. And what I was told was they wouldn't mind having it like in the future, like next year or something like that. But poker is not the big draw to most casinos. That's what I was told. Because it's a long game. It takes time to play poker. Poker face, you know, getting your cards, you know, trying to make a bluff. You know, it, it takes time to play a hand where a slot machine's fast. You know, you're getting that fast money kind of thing. And I see where they're coming from because... Those casinos are not built by people winning. If everybody won, it wouldn't have no casinos. You win every now and again, but, you know, big winners? I'm not going to walk out of a casino a millionaire. I know that. I'd like to. <laughs> but, you know, poker, to me, it's a card game. and They play a lot. Well, they do. But they want more focus on the machines more than they do the tables. 
Yeah, because you're going to have a certain amount of people to start playing on the poker tables. And a lot of times the poker tables are empty. Yeah. <laughs> the blackjack tables is a pretty fast-moving game. Yeah. But, but poker seems to be a little more popular for some reason. So I got that holiday, and we're going to have the poker celebration here in town. So I said, well, we'll you know, we'll see where that goes. Happy that it's finally getting off to um, some recognition. But, yeah. That's going to be later on. We're going to talk to them on April 19th, bring that in, and see where it goes. So, happy about that. Exciting. It really is, because that's just another feather in my cap. Now, in May, uh, well, I take that back, take that back. April 22nd. That's why I'm saying a lot of this stuff now. April 19th is Poker Day. April 22nd is National Baseball Day. That's also one of mine. And unfortunately, we can't have it at Texas Live this year. We were supposed to, I was promised that stage at Texas Live. The company that got me in there, which is Tequila Sheila, the tequila company out there, they informed me recently that we can't go forward with those plans. And there are small factors because of that. Nothing bad, but we really can't do it there. And I uh, very disappointed we couldn't get the stage. Also, the baseball strike, the baseball season is not starting on time. So we don't know when it's going to start. And it's like, well, you know, we had the celebration going on, but we don't know when it's actually going to kick off opening day. So that's kind of up in the air, too. As an alternative, we may have it at Lockhart Barbecue, which is right next to it. And I'm waiting on word from them after they had a meeting yesterday to say yay, nay, maybe. And if that doesn't work out, then there's a sports bar or two I can go. So the celebration will go forward. It's just a matter of where it's going to be. And typically your first one is not the biggest one. It's just to get it established. And then it, over the years, they get bigger and better. So. I just want to tell my group that, but see, I got a cheerleader over here in my studio that looks good in a little pom-pom dress, and yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. Uh-huh. It's always good to have the visual when it comes to these days, people. All right. Okay. And that's where we're going to pop it. Sound good? Sounds like a plan. Yeah, I hope so, man. <laughs> with the weather and stuff getting better after this weekend and with spring break coming, that just lets people know we're going to be out there doing what we do, getting back to a newer normal. If not, put a mask on and enjoy it. But we will have outdoor events. We're going to have baseball day. We're going to have poker day. We're going to have our selfie day. All the stuff that we have missed out the last two years, we will do bigger and better or at least to where it's more normal than not. And I'm grateful. Speaking of grateful, I got a grateful song to play. Yes! I got some more music coming up here. You know what? I'm going to go back a little bit on this one. This is the old 70s song. And then uh, I got some other stuff right behind that, too. So you know what? Sit back for just a minute. We're not done yet. We're not going anywhere as well.
And yeah, uh, Lenny Kravitz doing his thing with that one, y'all. Yes, he was. I'll fly away. Um, his his daughter is in that Batman movie now. You know, Zoe is her name. Zoe Kravitz, whatever. Uh, Lisa Bonet's daughter. Well, he was married to Lisa Bonet back in the day. And daughter's beautiful. I mean, she is she is really beautiful. And um, you know, she's now following in the footsteps of her famous parents. I think that's pretty cool. You know, so good luck to her. And it seems like the movie's doing really good. I personally do not care for Batman, okay? I mean, it's Batman. I mean, I'll watch the movie 
if I feel like it, but I don't. I don't rush to it, and I got to be there first hand, first run, first row. You know, I'm just not crazy like that about Batman. But I've watched other Batman movies, and they're okay. If I don't see another one, I'm not going to cry about it. But I should have been there in Austin. They showed it on the news. Someone actually caught and released a real bat in the theater, a real live bat. Austin is known for having a lot of bats under their a Sixth Street Bridge because every night in the, in the summertime these bats fly and they do what they do and people flock and see it all the time. So you know it's nothing to them to have bats in the city. They're kind of known for it. But this fool, I don't know who got this bat, but I know they should have been flying around. They called animal control and they took care of it. And they were like, "We'll give you money back." Everybody's like, "No, no, 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 no. We we want to see the movie." And nobody left. They're like, "It's it's a bat. Big deal." Them things carry rabies, man. It's like, uh-uh. I'm not too crazy about animals that can carry rabies and you don't really know what they got, you know? Yeah, it's kind of... They don't really mess with you, though, so they'll probably just stay at the ceiling most of the time. So, like, it's just going to come down and land on your shoulder and take a bite out of you. Yeah, they probably Hopefully could. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we sit still long enough, maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> When I was in a pawn shop, when I managed this pawn shop, somehow a bat got released or released its, I don't know. It flew around for a bit, you know. And they're like, where's Rick? And see, I was assistant manager at the time. I'm in my office trying to call somebody. I mean, take this bat out of here. There's a bat flying around here. One of my customers actually took a plastic bag and caught that thing. There you go. Well, she took it home. And she was showing her kids. You know, this is what a bat looks like, and the bat started making a weird noise, and she got scared. She said she threw it, and she squashed it. I was like, oh, no, oh, that, no. that bat wasn't bothering you. You should have just let it loose. You should have. It is not, it's, it's not meant to be a pet. Right. I would have just walked outside and let it loose. You know? Well, she was. She was outside uh, in the garage. Because I asked her about it when she came in. She said, yeah, it made a weird noise at my kids, so I threw it and I stepped on it. I said, oh, man, that's nasty. Poor bad. <laughs> I know, man. I mean, I, I think they're, in a weird way, I think they're kind of good-looking creatures because they look like they do, the, the shape of their wings and stuff. They are, and they're like they're harmless, and they eat little bugs and stuff. So. Well, every now and again, they, they, they've attacked a human. The, uh, the human was probably messing with them, no. or they had babies, maybe. No, I, I read this um, story where this window was open, and this little girl—I'd say maybe six years old—excuse <clears throat> me—and her newborn sister was on this bed in the house, and this bat came in and bit the newborn. And that little girl, she got a toy shovel or something. She beat the hell out of that bat. She said, you don't bite my sister. Sure did. There you go. She took care of that boy. How dare you bite my baby sister? No, 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 no. We don't do that in this house. That's insane. Well, (laughs) See, the baby lays still. So he didn't feel any harm to the baby. Why are you in the defense for this bat? Well, I don't know, but... They're harmless to me. They're harmless, you know. They're good. Don't they eat like mosquitoes? Yeah, they're good for the See, environment. We don't want the we don't want the mosquitoes. Somebody's got to protect the bats. Well, yeah, but you know, when you bite a newborn baby, I'm sorry. Just oh, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. It would have been a dead bat then, but you know that's only because 
<laughs> it, it was a dead bat, trust me. <laughs> it was on its way. You know, I don't know what happened if the parents called the services or whatever. I don't know that part of the story. I just know that it focused on the big sister being a big sister. Being, what? Oh, no, you did not. Picked up that toy and <laughs> get off my sister. How dare you bite my sister? Yeah, you bit the wrong human, bro. You did. Happens that way. And they're not predatory. We all know that. Bats are not predatory, but still. <laughs> it, it happened. Anyway. Uh, well, once again, I thank everybody for being here, being a part of my show. I really appreciate people uh, getting their um, spring break started early, you might say. I still need the people in our DFW area to take it easy on the roads on Friday, even though they say it's not going to accumulate. We've heard that before. There's been many a times when the weather person has said, and I don't hold them responsible, but that's the only connection we've got to the weather service, telling us, hey, you know what? It's not going to do much, and then there's something that you can't get out of. The ice storm we had in 2013, that was the year before I graduated college. Okay? Because our finals were not done. We couldn't get the campus. The last day of finals, it iced over. had four inches of ice everywhere. Four inches. Not yeah. snow, ice. We all remember that. They call it ice mageddon. It was bad. So... The guy said, it wasn't going to be brutal. It wasn't going to be iced up. You guys can get around. No, man, we were in tune for like almost four days of going nowhere because it was that slick. I would go stir crazy. Most people in this town did. But when that ice broke, when it was uh, safely to, you knew you could get somewhere if you had just to go somewhere, not across town, but into town or to the store, or to go see someone who was close by. Believe me, traffic did pick up. And then two days after that, we got like a 40-degree day, and we went nuts. I could imagine. (laughs) I seen what happened when I was here that first week, and it got bad. Yep. And then that second one was even worse. Yep. (laughs) Nobody was out that first day, but as soon as that, I mean, just a slight, oh, it's melting? It was it was like it never happened. Yep. <laughs> it paused it for a few hours and back on track. Yep. And everybody kitchen smelled like grandma. Everybody had soups, stews, whatever was on the stove. You know, uh, huddled down and, and crying about this and that. But as soon as Mr. Sunshine came and started melting, we said, okay, the hell with all that stuff. Went right back to our routines. Yep. So we might do that this Friday. I do not know. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and do what you got to do. Be safe at it or be good at it. I promise you, you know, uh, spring break is coming and it looks like we will be more normal than not this year. Looks like the weather will be more cooperative so far. We have to get through hurricane, hurricane season. That's later in <laughs> tornado season. That's coming this month and part of next. We, we all know that. And then we get those hot summers that we just can't seem to shake. I'm ready for those hot summers. Oh, they're coming. Believe me, they are coming. (laughs) We both know we're not getting out of that. No way in the world. We'll see you guys next time. You take care of yourself.